0: Every now and then I hear I hear from fellow boomers. They might be in their late 50s or early 60s, and they've done well. They've managed to save money in, uh, both in their own account, personally, and in their 401k or IRA, or many times both. Sometimes they're Roth, sometimes not. But they want to know, because they've seen the writing on the wall, that if they keep going down the road they are, It's just not going to work out very much for cash flow and retirement. And they're ready to retire or soon. So a recent client had roughly $500,000 in two separate qualified retirement plans. One was an IRA and traditional, not Roth. And the other one was a previous employer's 401k. Now, he had established a little business several years ago because he's a woodworker. And he only makes about one or two thousand dollars a month doing it. And most and he's not really making all that much money, it's a hobby. But I told him since he has that business, we could have John Part set him up with what's known as a solo 401k. Now that was invented solely for small business owners and he qualifies. Now, the next step after setting that up was to roll those two plans' assets, in this case he had converted them to cash, into the solo 401. Now the solo has more or less two parking spots, one's traditional and one's Roth. The mechanics and and the rules call for the taxpayer to roll over in the traditional side first. Now, he has to make a choice, and he hasn't yet, whether he wants to roll that $500,000 from the traditional side of the 401 to the Roth side. Because he knows if he does, he's going to pay a ton of taxes because it's going to cost him at least $100,000. It could cost him up to $200,000, which means his $500,000 turns into three or four overnight. I don't care who you are, just the thought of that hurts. On the other hand, the silver lining, and it's a huge silver lining, is everything he does for his retirement income from that point not only remains tax-free inside the solo, but when he takes it out in retirement, it's tax-free by definition. So if you live in a high-tax state like he does, he lives in California, if you have say $350,000 and you're making say somewhere in the vicinity of $50,000 on that and it's tax free if the $500,000 is making say 65,000 instead of 50 in California after state and fed is that going to get down to around 50 I don't know Let's say it doesn't, let's say it gets down to 54. So he would have been better off not to pay the taxes. But he's investing in discounted notes secured by real estate. And he's buying them at a a huge discount, usually 25 to 50 cent discounts on the dollar. When he does that, the first time his portfolio starts to turn over, and it will, we just don't know when because it's absolutely two things, uncontrollable and random. When it does, that 50000 off of the $350,000 now goes up because he makes the discounted built-in profit when they pay off, which means he's investing more, which means the payments are going to be more because it's going to be about the same yield. It's just the same yield on more money because he made the profit, untaxed. Now he gets a raise. He's not making 50. He's making 60, 70, 80, tax-free. The taxable side, if he hadn't paid that 150 in taxes, is uh, sooner or later not going to be able to keep up. Because every time that taxable side makes a great hit and that income goes up, not only is he paying taxes on more money, He's going to go up in tax bracket, and he lives in California. The second he made only fifty thousand, he was in the top bracket. He's already paying nine point three just state. What's he paying in Fed, over and above? Remember, he makes money elsewhere. So, over time, what this aging boomer is going—I know you hate that, but I are one, so I can say it. An aging boomer can come in, they can make the decision whether they want to go tax-free all the way or not, bite the bullet, but either way, it's their money, their, their choice, their comfort zone. But once they start inside that plan, at least both sides will get no taxes on the profit while it's inside, and it will always stay inside the plan. The only difference in taxes is when it's distributed. Traditional, it gets taxed coming out. Roth, it doesn't. And that's a decision each taxpayer makes. What it comes down to is the boomer probably shouldn't be buying real estate at that late in the day because it's just not going to work out for them unless they're buying it for their heirs. And then I understand, and I've had many people do that. I get it. But when they're looking at their retirement, buy the notes, keep it in a tax free envelope, and tax-free coming out if it makes sense to you and it doesn't make you scream into the night. Sometimes it's better just to stay with notes and stay away from the real estate, as hard as that is for me to say.